to the NFL. What is up, party people in the house? We are back with the Dynasty War Games. Um, Jesse Schneeman, I'm here with my main man, Chad Mendoza. How you doing tonight, Chad? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, I'm excited to do some rookie drafting, even if it is only mock rookie drafting. Right on. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Cool. Cool. I mean, I'm ready too, but apparently Mike's not. So we're yeah. supposed to be celebrating our the triumph- triumphant return of Captain Mike Casper, but uh, he's running a little late. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Unreliable. He invited me out to go see a movie this weekend. Uh, uh-huh. And then we bought tickets and made plans. And then, uh, um, yeah, like a few minutes later, he just canceled on me. So, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's only got 15 kids. Oh, there he is. <laughs> what is up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, speak of the devil and he appears. No, I make I make it here, man. I got time for my boys. I've been gone for two weeks, so what's right up? On. I am in the party bus. The party, yeah. What is going on there? Holy shit! <laughs> oh man, the kids love this, man. You got you just buy a couple cheap cheap lights from Amazon, and you pick up drunk people, and they just have a great time. Okay. Just just so the just so the uh, the podcast listeners know, Mike currently just uh, joined the stream, and he is. Uh, in some kind of flashing lights, uh, the only thing I could kind of, I, I don't know, something you put, pick up prostitutes in or yeah. something. I don't know. It is a Toyota Sienna family van, all right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's just like flashing green, yellow, and blue lights everywhere. What's going oh, yeah. on? It, oh, it's great, man. It, it, it's, it's great. It's fun. So just so everyone knows, Mike is driving for Uber right now. This is his side hustle. Um, he's not just picking up random drunk people with, you know, with some party lights in the back and just no having a good that, time. <laughs> that's just his. That's just his cover story. See, uh, Mike is yeah. Mike is a pimp. Yeah, yeah, that's all that actually is going down here. Okay. <laughs> right on. All right. Good times already. Which all right. So that leads us to our next question. Um, Chad, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking. Um, I think. Same thing I was drinking a few episodes ago, Yingling's Golden uh, Pilsner. Pretty good stuff. Oh, okay. Right on. Right Mike, on. what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I have purified drinking water from Hill Country Fair. Nice. Oh, okay. Go. Beautiful. There you go. So you got to get the pH stuff, man. What's that? You got to get the high pH stuff. Oh, sure. You're killing yourself. Oh. Hey. By drinking water, the wrong kind of water. There we go. Gosh, yeah, the water, the tap water in Texas. Ugh. All right, well, I am still working on this handle of Rocktown Vodka from Arkansas. Um, I guess Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, pretty good stuff, man. Uh, mixing it with some club soda and a little lemon and having a good night. I actually did start it. I actually did start at work before I came home. So, All right. Uh, we broke uh, between the two stores. We broke a sales record tonight, so I made drinks for the whole staff and had one with them. Nice. No miners working with us this evening. Yeah. <laughs> it's Good important, stuff, man. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting episode. I don't I don't think I've ever heard a podcast with one of the uh, um, 
one of the people on the podcast, you know, driving around the city. And yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I like this. It'll be fun. Well, yeah. actually, so Mike, we were, we were actually counting on you to, um, Oh, okay. We got another one. Okay. So it looks like Austin joined, but we were counting on you to run the draft. Dude, I got it. I'm, I'm ready to start it. You just, you just tell me when. Like, okay, so but we'll need you to put it. We'll need you to put in picks so that the computer, so the CPU doesn't auto pick. Oh, okay. All right. Let me change the settings really fast. Give me one mic. Okay. So, um, for for those of you that don't know, we are uh, about to jump into this this mock draft, and we have some Patreon members um, that have joined us, and they're gonna, you know. Make some selections. Dallas from uh, the rookie rundown. He's he's gonna join us as well. Uh, make some picks, and yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. So we have Dallas. We have Guzzy, who uh, I'm in three or four leagues with. I'm sure you're in a couple leagues with him. He's one of uh, one one of our Patreons, one of our better dynasty players, actually in the Patreon. Uh, of course, me, Chad, Casper, Dallas, who you just mentioned. Also, my co-host on Dynasty Fever, Brian Ford, who we've had on three, four times on our podcast, really good Dynasty player, and uh, Austin, who is in a who is a newer Patreon member, but we've been in leagues with this guy for quite a while. A good friend of Mike's and uh, a nemesis. All right, I guess I'll admit he's a good Dynasty player. Yeah, yeah, pretty good Dynasty player. (laughs) I don't want to admit it. But he is. Nah, he's, Austin's a good guy. I love playing Dynasty with him. Great dude. All right, Mike. So basically, once we start, Guzzy will make his pick because he picked. He chose number one, and then yeah. we have three picks that I guess the three of us will just alternate on. Is that cool? I'm, I'm good we with can't, it. We can't. We can't take more than one. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's hop All into right. it. All right. Let's do it. Start? Yeah. All right. So Guzzy's online. Looks like he's ready to make his pick. Guzzy, you're on the clock. Where would uh where would you guys go if you had to pick? Brees Hall, personally. It's Hall. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, especially for the draft, right? So I think it's the I think it's the safest bet to get elite talent. Yeah, I think that's where everybody's heads at right now. You know, I think most people are thinking Brees Hall. I think uh you know, draft capital and landing spot could, you know, change things pretty heavily. But, I mean, I would bet if he gets into even a mediocre spot with, with good with the good draft capital that we think he's going to get, I mean, he's locked into that 101 for me. Here's a question for me for you, because I see a lot of people actually moving the 101 recently, and I've seen him move for guys like Swift. And I'm, I'm kind of shocked that people are so that excited over a rookie that – hasn't had draft capital or, you know, or landing spot yet to take him over, you know, Swift, who, I mean, has his concerns of his own. Yep. But I'm really taking Swift in that kind of situation. What are you all doing? Yeah, um, that's you, pretty easy. Can you pause it, Mike? Yeah. All right, so pick is in. It's Brees Hall. Um, yeah. And, you, what, and what are you saying? You guys are saying you would trade the 101 for Swift? No, 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 no. He, he's not saying that. He's saying he's seen it done and, and what's our opinion on it. I don't. But think yeah, I, I would. would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that at all. I, I don't think I would. No. No. I mean, for I, Swift. I love... No. For Swift. I'm. I'm taking Swift. Oh, are you? I, yeah. I See, I love yeah. Swift, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it yet. I mean, I might if I don't like the the landing spot, but then maybe I don't have a choice at that point. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I um, mean, at, the, at this point, I'm taking it. I mean, there's 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 a pretty decent probability that you know he ends up in a really crappy offense with a bad offensive line and doesn't get you know high second round draft capital like everybody's thinking, um, and that kind of deflates him a little bit. And then you're having to bank on Malik Willis getting extremely high draft capital um, and going to a good landing spot, which I, I mean, I don't know. It's just a lot of risk. And all that, I think I'm just taking Swift. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask, is it like, for example, like last year, I did actually trade my 101 in a 1QB for Kamara, you know, so it was essentially Najee for Kamara. And, you know, looking back at it, I kind of regret it. But at the same time, at the time, I was a heavy contender. And I was like, well, I, you know, I think Kamara is going to be Kamara, right? But um, so I was just wondering. Obviously, Swift's a lot younger. So I yeah. to throw that out there. We move on to the Right on. Right on. Okay, so who's going to take team two? Chad? Uh, no, go ahead and do it, Jesse. All right, I, here I'm taking Malik Willis. Okay. All right. Mike, can you go ahead and put that in? I'm taking Malik I'm Willis good. because I think he's the next most elite talent in the draft. I think he's got the best uh, – he's got the best chance out of anyone um, really to hit like as a superstar. Follow what I mean? Yeah, yep. yeah. Like I, I here at the top of the at the top of the draft. Obviously, we're not allowed allowing trades. I would want to trade out of this, um, either trade down or trade for a veteran um, or two. But um, since we're not doing that, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with you know who I think has the most elite talent. Even though you know, even though he's pretty raw, you know, probably not gonna play a lot his first year, but. Um, you know, quarterbacks may, you know, retain their value pretty well. So that's what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I mean, just with the running ability in itself, I mean, you know, he's going to yeah. give you some points. So Right. So uh, why don't we let Mike take the next pick? That way he doesn't have two in a row. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Um, I will go ahead and take the RB2 that I see as far as the walker here um, and just – I think there's a pretty big tier break after the RB2. So um, I like to get my RB, especially if I'm competing. If I'm in a rebuild, I might consider a wide receiver here. But just for the purposes of the draft, I'm going to take Kenneth Walker here. Kenneth Walker. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't think there's – I'm not going to argue with that. I think he's got yeah. as, as much – he's got as much chance to build value as any wide receiver in this draft, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean – that's what I see. You know, I think it's, I think it's tough at this point not knowing landing spot and, and draft capital um, between him and, and Spiller for me. Um, right. I would have a hard time picking, you know, between the two at this point. Uh, so I would probably try to trade back if, if I was in that spot. You know, obviously we're not doing that right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, Kenneth Walker, if that's your guy, go for it there. Yeah, right on. All right, so pick four. Who you got, Chad? Um, I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. Uh, I really like Garrett Wilson um, just as a prospect. And I think he's kind of the consensus to go earliest out of these wide receivers, which is kind of a recent development. But, you know, I like him enough to where I think he I think he's safe. And, you know, if we're not considering draft capital and, and landing spot right now or we can't consider it because it hasn't been given to us, then I'm, I'm taking him. Okay, right on. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I, I see him as a, like, I, I see him as having a really, really good shot of being a, a low end wide receiver one in dynasty. That's how I see. That's how I, that's, that's what I, that's my best guess at him. All right. That puts Casper on the clock. All right. Sorry. I'm just getting my computer set up. So we're not looking like Hobo Joe over here with my, uh, Oh, you're home. You're the only one looking like Hobo Joe. We're doing pretty well over here. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to take Burks here with my first pick. Um, I think I feel like he's been getting a lot more media hype from the podcast I've been listening to, whereas he kind of wasn't even talked as a first rounder earlier in the off season. I guess you could say I've been I've been starting to hear more of that. So I'm hoping he does. And you know, there's the big hitters like everybody's expecting Kansas City and Green Bay to la- to get some of these wide receivers in the first round. So. To see who it is, so I'm gonna, I want to take Burks here. Okay, Traylon Burks off the board. So this is going to be fun. Dallas is up next. Um, he's not the typical rookie guy, right? He's definitely got his own opinions on players. So, and there it goes, Chris Olave. So actually, I really like that pick. Yeah, me too. All right, so I got a lot of things I could do here. I'm on the clock uh, with 107. Uh, Mike, let's let's uh, let's let's talk about the last two picks a little bit. What do you what do you think about Traylon Burks as a player? Where do you think he? What kind of capital do you think he's going to get? Do you think this is going to be the range he's going to land in once once he gets that draft capital? Or Mike, can you pause? Think please? Is- <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, gonna- I, I, so don't worry about it. I've been hearing, you know, that Traylon Burks is more of a second round pick in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it scares me a little bit there at, at 105. I don't, I wouldn't do that personally, but I do see the upside. Um, so I, I don't think it's a bad pick. It's just not something that I would do. James in chat says Burks is going to Philly. Um ugh. Man, I hope that doesn't happen. Not in the not with the first rounder. And if it does happen, stay away from him in Dynasty. You know, at least well, actually, who knows who the quarterback will be this year, but I wouldn't expect them to break out big time this year. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Traylon Burks. I still think he ends up going in the first round. Um you know, I just I personally wouldn't be comfortable taking him until, you know, around maybe one Eight one nine. If he gets the draft capital, um, that's just because I like a few other wide receivers a little bit better than him. But yeah, yeah. agreed. Can't can't hate on it though. A lot of people love Traylon Burks. Right on, right on. What do you what do you think, Mike? I mean, just Mike. kind of what I already said, making the pick, right? So, um, I just, oh, you made the pick. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, what what do you think about Chris Olave? We'll jump there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I don't know. I get. I guess you can call me like your guy that likes to see the prototypical size and stuff more. You could say I weigh that more. Um, you know, pre-draft as opposed to when draft capital happens and stuff. We'll see what happens. But um, I just I just could see his. Um, 
not his stature, but his, you know, you know, his profile essentially stepping into a place like Green Bay or Kansas City is something that they really need, and it could really, you know, rocket shift from there. Because I'm telling you, whoever goes, and if if these two teams take a first round right receiver, you're going to see a lot of people go crazy to to push whatever wide receiver it is going to be up the board. And, you know, it's going to be someone we're relatively already familiar with and already in love with. So um, I, I think it's really going to be interesting. I, I just think I like his, his profile um, if he goes to a place like that. So call me projecting a little bit. I'd, I'd have taken Olave with 105 personally. Yeah. That's how much I like yeah. him. I, I, yeah, I mean, if he gets if he gets the draft capital, I think he's going to get like it's going to be a toss up for me between him and Garrett Wilson. Um, I, I like Alave so much. I I get the whole you know stature thing, but you know guys like Calvin Ridley, who I think is, Olave is just as good a, of a route runner as. Uh, I mean, he came in at about one eighty eight, which is what uh, what Olave is coming in at. So, uh, and I think yeah. Olave is a little bit taller than he he is. So, I mean. You know, it's it's just one of those things. Like, I, I think they have a similar skill set where, you know, they both got some speed. I think, you know, uh, Olave's a bit quicker, uh, a bit faster, sorry. And I think they're they're going to do a lot of the – get separation in, in a lot of the same way. Yeah. So, I just like that kind of player. And I think Garrett Wilson is, is kind of the same breed as well. Um, I think they're just going to get – they're both going to get so much separation in the NFL. It's just what I see. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, it's, Olave's so smooth. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully you don't know if a player can get off press, you know, from his college tape because I don't really, you know, what's he go against five press plays all season. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so hopefully with his quicks, he'll be able to, you know, juke off the line and, and get open that way. That's the only thing. That's the only part of his game that, that sort of scares me a little bit is that he's not physical. You know, he's, he's going to have a tough time against stronger corners depending on how the game's being called. You know what I mean? So he could yeah. get roughed up a little bit if they're not throwing the if they're not throwing the flags. You know. But <clears throat> like I said, it only scares me a little bit. His skill is is so refined and he's so smooth and so fast that I love him. He will definitely be a success, especially the way the game's played in the NFL now. You know, with with spread and you know it's tougher. It's tough. You can't you know you, you can't play press across the you know across the board. You can't play four man press. You know? Unless, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, get them in motion, that kind of thing. Um, there, there are ways to, there, there are ways to beat that. Yep. All right. Who you got, Jesse? All right. So this is interesting here. The best wide receiver on the board for me right now would be Jamison Williams. All right. The injury scares me a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Oh, we just lost Mike. All right. He's he's back. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. This is tough. This is really tough. It, it's either for me, it's either Pickett or Jamison Williams. So, I really want to see where Pickett goes. I do think that he's got a pretty versatile skill set. So, landing spot doesn't really matter all that much to me with Pickett. It's more about the capital. I want to see what kind of capital he gets. You know what? I'm going to break the seal and I'm going to take. I'm, oh, actually, we t- already took 
pick uh, Willis. But 107, man, is pretty late to be getting a starting quarterback in, in Superflex Dynasty. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Pickett here. Nice. That's where I would have went as well. Just the value is so high, you know, for quarterbacks in, in Superflex Dynasty. You know, I, I, I do recommend if you're going to do something like that, though, um, you know, keep your eye on them and evaluate on a constant basis and trade them off if you have to, you know. If it's not going the way you want, trade them off for future picks or a different quarterback. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, the quarterbacks. Don't wait, don't wait too long, like, you know, if you're stuck with Darnold right now. The the quarterbacks that are going to get the draft capital, right, like they're going to retain value more than more so than any of these wide receivers, any of right. these running backs. I mean, if, if Brees Hall, as much as everybody loves him, if he has a down year, his value is going to tank. If he goes to the wrong team, has a down year, it's, I mean, it's not even going to be close to what it is pre-draft or, you know, just post-draft, right? But these quarterbacks, we've seen time and time again that even if they have these bad, these bad seasons, uh, initial seasons, the next year, they're still worth a, a, a back-end first at, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, you can probably, I mean, it probably, probably a little tough to get a, a late first for him right now, but I, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like ludicrous to think that. Yeah. Yep. And um, I mean, Dwayne Haskins even, right? Like when he, when he was getting in trouble um, with the whole, you know, strippers during COVID and all that kind of stuff like that, people were still getting early seconds for him, you know, and, and he was basically kicked off the team. Right. Or about to be kicked off the team, you know, not there yet, but um, everybody can see it coming. And, and people just want to gamble with quarterbacks because that's the cheapest you're ever going to get them is in the draft. And they're going to retain right. they're going to retain some of that value. So, I mean, I, I, I like to pick, you know, kind of makes me think maybe I should have went a little bit earlier just because he's he's or maybe he should have went a little bit earlier because he's a little bit safer. But yeah. All right, Mike, fire the fire the draft up. Go ahead, Chad. You're up. All right. Oh, yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I'm going to go uh, – it's not letting me pick. Oh, it's paused. No, close it and reopen it is what I had to oh. do. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, that works. All right. Um. Yeah, so just to give you guys a little bit of what I'm thinking – I'm between two guys here. I'm between um, Isaiah Spiller and, and Jamison Williams. You know, I think Jamison Williams is the most talented skill position player in the draft. I, I absolutely love him. Um, but with the injury history, not knowing what team he's going to go to, which the injury history could theoretically help him because he's more likely to go to a good team in a good offense. Um, because he slides down the first the round. First. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but – but I think if you can get a, a, a potential starting running back at 108, you do it. Um, and that's Isaiah Spiller. So I'm going to go ahead and make that pick. Hmm. Okay. I disagree, but cool. Yeah, no. Spiller's getting a lot of hate. He's going end of first, early second now. So I'm curious to see what see what happens. Yeah, that 40 time killed him. But um, I, I I like him. I like him as a player. So, yeah. And I think he's going to get decent draft capital. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm, I'm curious to see what, what kind of draft capital he gets. I'd have gone Jamison Williams there. Just better chance for elite talent, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. 
but that's you know also that's the way I you know that's the way I'm playing it and that's the way I, I'm drafting this year is I'm just trying to get as much elite talent as possible and figure the rest out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's team dependent, right? Like there there's some teams if I have you know decent starting running backs, um, even average starting running backs, I'm going Jameson Williams, right on. just because I think he is an elite player. But um, yeah, I mean running backs are kind of hard to get, you know, premium running backs, and if you got a shot at it, you know. You kind of got to take a swing, especially that late last last year, early, especially after the draft. I I got quite a bit of Javante Williams at the end of the first round. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, early on before the hype train kind of built. So, and that's the thing too, right? Like wide receivers, if they start having a good year, like if Jameson Williams comes in and he's um, wide receiver sixteen, right? Um, his value is only going to go so high because he's a wide receiver. It's so abundant at that position unless he has a Waddle kind of year or a, or a, a, a Jamar Chase kind of year. But if, you know, if Isaiah Spiller comes in as RB12, his value skyrockets, right? Mm-hmm. Because then people are saying, oh, if he did that year one, just wait till year two. Yeah, right? that's true. So. That's true. So, yeah, value-wise, it definitely could – it definitely has a lot of upside. Agreed. All right, so uh, Brian Ford is next, and he takes Jameson Williams, who we've been talking about ad nauseum, so – Obviously, yep. this is you know this we all I'm pretty sure we all think this is a good pick here, right? Yeah, yeah. I I think this is the latest I've seen London fall. So um, it being a computer pick yet, man. I'm I don't know how you all feel about it, but well, I, I we, haven't seen London go this late. To well, it's game. actually your uh, your pick, right? Actually, oh, no, no, oh. because if you look in the chat, um, Guzzy volunteered to take one ten as well. Oh, awesome! As one okay. one, and he wants Drake London. Boom. Awesome. So I'll make it happen. Right on. I mean, I, I like Drake London there. The only other consideration for me would be Pickens. Um, I do want to bring up, though, that Brian Ford posted in, in uh, on YouTube chat that he thought about Corral there, but he wants to see the draft first. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. And yeah, Corral would... went next to our man Austin, so. Um, okay, there we go. Interesting. Yep. 111, flag, right? I think that's a solid pick. Um, I'm a little, you know, a, a, a little scared that Corral is a system quarterback and goes has to go to the right team, but cross your fingers I'm, and grit your teeth and make the pick, right? I mean, honestly, there, who cares? Like, he's a quarterback, you know? Yeah. He, we, we never know how these quarterbacks are going to end up. You this know, is where nobody, Herbert was going two years ago, right? So yeah. yeah, I mean, nobody thought Mahomes was an elite quarterback. Nobody thought Herbert was an elite quarterback. Nobody thought. I mean, eh, the list right. just goes on and on and on. So right on. I mean, take your shot. Take your shot. Super flex. You know, he probably should have went earlier. Actually, I mean, depending on you know what what the quarterback situations of the teams would be. But uh, yeah, we're at one twelve, and there's a lot of talent still on the board, man. A lot. A lot. <clears throat> so Mike, Mike's going to make the 112 pick. Is that right? You want me to make it? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I'm trying to think here. Uh, I'm thinking between, you know, Pickens or Watt, Watson. I'm just going to go Pickens so we don't uh, spend time debating on it here. Um, I was thinking Ritter too, possibly, but um, I don't know. I like Pickens. See what happens. Yeah. Get the wide receiver. Especially yeah, I like Pickens. He's got huge upside. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Pickens a lot. I, Ritter would have been my pick, but uh, I, I get it. Yeah. 
Because so, he goes Rashad White and at the two one, so double. Yeah, back. before we make the the, um, the next pick, um, Austin wants to take team two. So okay, there we go. Well, but let's talk about Rashad White a little bit. Um, I actually really like him as my running back four. Um, what do you guys think? I I just think he has a role on an NFL team. I don't think he's a lead back, but in the second round, if you can got it, get a guy that I think he'd be a solid PPR back. You know, a one B or or, or just a straight up second back. I, he's got value if he if he reaches that. What do you guys think? I mean, I, I'm not I'm not predicting any of these running backs past the three. Uh, it's all going to be you know draft dependent. I mean, yeah. extremely draft dependent. And you never know. There's so many different teams that look for so many different things mm-hmm. with these running backs that it could be any of them. Right? It's just mm-hmm. going to be about opportunity. So I'm not taking any of these other running backs high until I see the draft. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. And I think, you know, there's the top tier running backs and then I'll kind of wait until the late second, third to just scatter shot for some of the other running backs and maybe, maybe take, you know, a better chance on highly drafted wide receivers there in the second. So, um, I mean, I I like Rashad White. I'd love to have him on my team, but I had to take in Ritter. Or Jahan Dotson, or or maybe even McBride. There, I mean, it's a little aggressive for McBride, but I kind of, I kind of like him. If he goes in the second round, um, I, I like him a lot more. So, mm-hmm. what do you guys think about um, Ritter at that at that pick, Chad? We know you. you I that's love your, that's your, Yeah, that's your I would. I would have taken him in the first round, honestly. Um, I'm pretty comfortable with the fact that he's going to get decent draft capital. You know, it's not a, it's not a guarantee, but he's a quarterback. So, you know, I'm yeah. taking the risk on it. And I mean, more than that, he's a mobile quarterback, very, very, very athletic profile. Um, yeah. Who's going to give you more than just that pocket, you know, kind of check down uh, super flex points that, you know, some of these other guys are going to give you. Yeah, he, it's not the same profile as Jalen Hurts, but where he's going in rookie drafts reminds me of where Jalen Hurts was going as a quarterback when he was selected in the second round, right? So even if Ritter falls to the second round, I still think, like the second round, the real draft, I, yeah. I, I still think he should, um, you know, get that late first, early second in a super flex draft capital because you just, I mean, you never know, right? Like, uh, what did he come in for Wentz being hurt or did he just, was Wentz benched and then Hertz kind of came in. I forget how it happened. Uh, Wentz was His Wentz was hurt. Season. Okay, yeah, yeah he didn't, right. He didn't so get benched. it's it's only a matter of opportunity, and you know we've seen you know Hertz has been a viable fantasy quarterback no matter what you think is a real life quarterback, right? So, um, yeah. and, and somebody might some new coach might offensive minded coach might want to make them you know their pet pet project like you know Trey Lance and. San Francisco or something. So, yeah, I agree, but I think oh, it's crazy if he goes in the second round. I think I think he's going to go in the first. No. I mean, he's got he's got too many too many traits, like mm. way too many traits. He's he's pretty derisive. I've I've heard both ends on him. You know, there are some really really res- guys that I respect watching his film that really like him, and then others not so much. So, well, that's that's the great thing about the NFL draft, right? Is if you're not a consensus guy, it doesn't mean you fall in the draft. It just means that you have to wait for a team that likes you to pick you, yeah. right? Because sure. somebody's going to think he's a steal at the back end of the first. Somebody's going to say, you guys are crazy for – I mean, so sometimes the divisive players are the safest players. 
right? Because half the league passes up on him. But you know somebody's going to view that as he should have gone earlier. Yeah, ask DK Metcalf. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, So for 104 – I'm sorry, did we miss – 204? Oh, no, we've got – I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. We've got 203. Um, I guess – Mike, yeah. did you make that pick? Okay, yeah, I made cool. that. I made it. Well, I made the Kenneth Walker pick. So yeah, I picked. Oh, up, okay, right. Yeah, I picked Christian Watson. I feel like going for the upside. Um, you know, bigger, huge, tall wide receiver um, with a lot of hype. Some people are talking about him maybe sneaking in the first round now. So um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Right on. Yeah, I like Christian Watson. He's he's very raw. Um, I like. There's other guys I like better at this point, but I like Christian Watson. Yep. Um, all right, so Guzzy wants to take one uh, two hundred four. All right, let's see it, Guzzy. He wants he wants Sam Howell. Nice, right. nice. Uh, I think that's a hell of a pick. With I'm I'm not a fan of Sam Howell, and that's a steal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I mean I'm not a fan. I'm not not a fan. You know, I, I probably like him more than most. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're getting a quarterback at two hundred four, that that's got a real shot to start for a team by next year, yeah, yeah, man, do it. The upside is just too big. All right, Casper takes Jahan Dotson, who fell way too far to two hundred five, man. Two hundred five. Yeah, I'm like, is someone projected to go in the first round? Right, like obviously first round wide receivers bust all the time, but I'm. I'm fine taking that with a 205. Like, yeah, I don't even know what you're trading that for these days. Yeah, exactly. Um, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like, yeah. I like Jahan. I like Jahan Dotson. I think he's going to get pretty good draft capital. There's one wide receiver that I like uh, left on the board a little bit more than Jahan Dotson. I know um, who it is. Oh, Sky I knew Moore. It is, it's so. Sky Moore, isn't it? Chad? It's no, Sky it's, Moore. <laughs> yeah, is it really? Yeah, I knew yeah. it was Sky Moore. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mechie. I know. No, I like I, I I like Mechie right after that, but uh, okay. Sky Moore is uh, really you like I Sky Moore better than Dotson. Wow. Yeah, cool. just better than Dotson for me. All right, so I have I have Dotson um, in a tier above Sky Moore, but I do have Sky Moore right after him. But it's a tier break for me. All right, so next at two oh six. Uh, Dallas goes Brian Robinson. Yes. Big running backs, right? Big bruising Alabama running back with some speed. Uh, More of a strider, more of a build-up speed kind of guy. Definitely not twitchy. Definitely doesn't have short area quickness. But um, like I said, uh, definitely has the speed. Sort of, I'm not going to compare him to Derrick Henry. Because he's not, <laughs> nobody is. I'm, I mean, right. but, like he's but, but he is a big, Harris, he's a big right? guy with some speed. Okay, yeah, yeah Damian like Harris. That's yeah. probably a better comp. Yeah, um, yeah, like I Ryan Robinson. I don't think he, he's Damian uh, Harris, but he had some. He had some decent teams at his as pro day. I mean, one of the one of the teams that actually kind of surprised me uh, are not at his pro day. Sorry, that invited him for uh, for interviews. Um, one of the teams that surprised me was the Giants. Uh, which with the rumors of them trying to trade Saquon Barkley, um, which you never know could happen during the NFL draft. If they go and they select Brian Robinson, um, they don't have anybody behind Saquon, nobody at all, you know, and that's immediately becomes a starting position. Oh, so, that's not true. You guys signed Matt Breida. 
Stop it. <laughs> Booker not there anymore? No, they What's that? Devontae Booker? Yeah, no, they, they, yeah, they cut him. Uh, cap casualty. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they don't have anybody that – I mean, if, if he gets decent draft capital that, you know, is competing with him, um, you know, to be that starting back. So, you know, yeah, Matt Breida can come in and take some downs and, and is kind of a, a trusted guy in the NFL and he was a Buffalo guy and, you know, how the Giants are the new Buffalo – uh, organization in town, but yeah, I mean, I think if he gets some decent draft capital, he's going to be a guy that's more than uh, picked in in the, the beginning of the second round, end of the first round. Right on, yeah, not who I would take, but I don't think it's by any. No, me neither, me neither, especially at this point. But you know, it's all it's all draft capital based, right? For all these yeah. running backs, yeah, people are pr- probably going to think. Well, actually, I mean, at two oh seven, where I am now, um. I'm going Trey McBride. Uh, at this point, again, I'm looking for, I don't think he's elite talent, but I think he's an excellent talent at a need position, right? There's, there's a tight end premium. So uh, positional scarcity times talent and hopefully draft capital and landing spot <laughs> equals a good player. At two, 207, I'm happy to get him. Yeah. I mean, you guys. I mean, I, you guys know how I feel about wide receivers. You can, you know, you can find those guys anywhere. You can find a wide receiver panhandling on the corner. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm still taking Sky more ahead of him, just because I know historically with tight ends, they're going to take a, a little bit to to build that value, even if he does get the draft capital. Um, but know. I mean, at the end of the second round, that's a guy you can wait on. I mean, yeah, yeah, middle, I, I'm late just, middle, you know. Yeah, I just view I view uh, Sky Moore as a guy that is a. I mean, he could potentially go in the first round of the NFL draft. You know, like right he's he's being very, very, very well regarded. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I like the player. I like Trey McBride a lot. It's just the position, um, unless it's like a point seven five or something where you say, "Hey, just in case he's a an elite." tight end and I'm willing to wait the two or three years to find out. And, mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot of other guys that you can kind of get that are in that second and third year for pretty cheap. Uh, you know, right on, right on. I just, again, I, I like the, I like the talent. I, I just like taking a shot in the second round on tight ends. I mean, yeah. top of the top of the second, the little iffy, cause there's usually some, some really good talent. You know, last year there was Elijah Moore and um, Michael Carter there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's quite the prospect Pat Fryermuth is, but I mean, look at what Pat Fryermuth's value was. Um, you know, yeah, he was season. late it was, second. Yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah, and which, I mean, which surprised exploded. the hell out of me. That's why I got so much of him. Yeah, yeah, and he he exploded in season, and you were able Touchdown to get machine, crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy value for him uh, yep. in return. So you never know. You never know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, one of my favorite trades last year was Dak for Trevor Lawrence and Friar Muth in during the draft. Yeah. During the rookie draft. Interesting. All right, Chad. Yeah. You're gonna take Sky Moore or what? Yeah, Sky Moore, it's a lock. Well, I, <laughs> I think I've already said enough. Uh, yeah. what do you guys think about the player? Oh, I love him. I love him. When I, 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 I mean I I had heard a lot about him and then when I actually saw him on on my TV at the combine, I was like, Whoa, that's not a little fast guy at all. He's got like just standing with his arms at his side. I'm pretty sure that that his fingers touch his ankles. Like <laughs> he's just got these long ass arms and these 
really built, like really thick. Um, I I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be able to play multiple roles in the NFL. What is he? Five eleven, right? Yeah, five eleven. I, I don't. And care. he has the longest. He has the longest wingspan in the combine. Did he? Wow. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He's just yeah. Like I said, I, his it, arms look like was it the longest? Was it the longest wingspan or, or or the biggest hands? I think it might have been the biggest hands. Oh, he had the biggest hands. Yeah, yeah, biggest hands. That's what it was. Which is insane. Five eleven in the biggest hands at the con. Like, what yeah. is going on? That's not. That's not human. Yeah, yeah he's a, he's definitely a freak, which is what you want, right? Yeah. I yeah. I say say got... your piece, Mike. I didn't. Uh, oh, I'm yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt Mike. you. No, no. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's. That's what you want to get that at the two oh eight. Like I don't know, people grabbing on the draft class. Like I, I feel like you're still getting really good value players. You know, here in the second. So uh, no, I'm I'm all for it. When I actually watched him play football, like when I went and watched a couple games, he I, I really think that he could turn into Steve Smith. Yeah, that's what I see. Steve, Steve Smith loves him. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely raves about him all the time. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I didn't There's know been, that. like, multiple interviews. Steve Smith just – yeah, and even at the Combine, I think he was, like, gushing over him too. Hmm. Okay, well, a little pat on my own back. All right, so next up was uh, Brian Ford. He takes Jerome Ford, his nephew. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that, sounds like a, <laughs> that sounds like a homer pick to me. There has to be some kind of relation going on there. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Brian, Brian and I co-host another – uh, podcast together, Dynasty Fever. So, if that was the case, I'm pretty sure he'd have brought it up by now. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but we'll, no, he we'll does. He does that. love Jerome Ford. Um, personally, I I don't. I think he's super raw. Uh, not didn't show the greatest vision, but has great athleticism and decent size. So, I just I, I didn't see him as a really as a running back as much as an athlete when I watched yeah. him. What do you, do you have any opinions on him, Mike? Um, not really, to be completely honest. Um, <laughs> and, and it, it's definitely a deeper I, name. Yeah, it, it's with a lot of these guys. Like as I keep listening to them, they just kind of all jumble together for me. So I'm just like kind of waiting to see what NFL teams say with them, rather than you yeah, know, overall profile as as far as what I think he is coming out. So, um, yeah. No, no real opinion. Throw your shot at running backs. Like we're getting to the back of the second. So this is where you really kind of have your guys and make your stands. Right. I'm sure Dallas is picking the third is going to be one of his guys. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing, right? Like only run, only one running back can take the field at a time. So it's all about opportunity. So mm-hmm. you just take the guy with the highest draft capital. If that's Jerome Ford, then so be it. You know, if it's somebody else then go with that guy. But uh, it's all going to be about whatever NFL team gives them the opportunity, and a lot of a lot of times that just coincides with where they're drafted. Agreed. Yeah, same thing with the next guy. So Guzzi takes Zamir White. Um, mm. Zamir White, I like. You know, good tough back. Don't know how much PPR upside he has. Um, draft capital is going to say a lot about Zamir White, and we'll see if he gets an opportunity. Um, I, he looks like an NFL running back, former former five star recruit, was he not? I know he had some mm-hmm. real Devi buzz for a while. I mean, um, he had some pretty significant injuries in his college career. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I like Zamir White at the end of the second round. It's a good shot. Um, there's there's a couple players here that I can't believe are still there. 
but yeah. Anyway, let's just keep going. Um, Austin takes David Bell. Yeah. Um, go ahead, okay. Mike. I was going to say he definitely fell because of his combine, right? He was just small and slow and not really athletic at all. I think he was kind of early second for rookie drafts talks um, for a while. And then he just, his combine kind of nuked him. So I feel like to get him at the end of the second isn't bad, right? But a lot of people are like, you know, is this a Rondale Moore-ish kind of 2.0 thing? So um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Right on. See what teams think about him. Um, um, yeah, Gates Cook. I. Oh, go ahead. I'm. I'm sorry. I, well, I, I mean, David Bell is a solid football player. Uh, I think he's definitely going to contribute to an NFL team. I just don't know how much fantasy value he's going to have. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think he's going to be a solid guy that gets on the field and plays well and can sort of a chain mover for for teams. But I, he's not going to. He's not going to be a target hog, and he's not going to. I don't really think he's got red zone skills, even though he's got some size, so he may score a few touchdowns. I just I don't see a lot of fantasy upside for him. Personally. Yeah. I'm I'm not really a huge fan of David Bell. Um but I am a fan of the next guy, and that's James Cook. I think uh if James Cook gets pretty decent draft capital, you know, late third round, early third round or mid third round uh draft capital, then that's a guy I'm probably taking for the two twelve uh so I, I like him as a player a lot. Unless it's like a windy day. And, and yeah. I don't know. I feel like the people falls are over right. before anyone touches him. Yeah. The upside for him is just so high. I feel like I'd rather yeah. take a chance on that than, you know, your typical bruiser bat kind of a thing. So plus yeah. I, I don't know, like the name recognition, I'm sure it's gonna speak for something, you know, him being Cook's brother and someone will fall in love. Oh, it's well it's brother, same you know, same same lineage, right? So yeah. Maybe we can get him a little more built and then get him into the full workhorse that his brother is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. At two twelve, <laughs> Like, I feel like that's a, that's a, I'm not yeah. taking him there. I'd, I'd be, I'd take Mechie, but anyway, um, moving on. Three um, one. Three one is Carson strong. I, I don't like him at all, but in the third round, if you're getting a quarterback, I can't, I can't. I can't really say anything negative about taking a quarterback in the third round. Yeah. I mean, he's a quarterback, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I don't I know. know. It might just be a throwaway pick though, because I mean, how did, tra- how, how did Kyle Trask work out? And they sort of seem like a very, very similar players to me. Yeah. I mean, I think from what I've been hearing, the NFL likes him a bit more than they liked Kyle Trask. Um, I don't like him at all, but I mean, I'm, I'm just going to take their word for it because they do this for a living and they know it <laughs> more than me, <laughs> That's, yeah. which is an understatement. So, um, yeah, I, mean, sure. I didn't, I didn't believe in Davis Mills last year and he's, you know, he's got plenty of fantasy value if you got him in the third yeah. or fourth round. Exactly. I mean, you, you can get a couple seconds, maybe in a first for him at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, uh. I mean, that could just be a, a straight-up make-money move, you know, if you get a starting quarterback in the third round. Yeah, I mean, uh, third-round picks are basically throwaways. I mean, not with who's on the board, I think, because uh, there's there was still one guy who went two picks after that I think uh, has a chance to be a really, really good NFL player. Um, mm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you never know with, with the quarterbacks and Superflex. So, 
Right on. Uh, Wondell so, Robinson went next at the 3-2. Uh, what do you guys think about that? In the third round, it's not bad. He's obviously small, and guys at his size don't typically do much in the NFL, but it's a different – kind of a different game, you know? Coaches are starting to figure out how to how to use smaller players. Hell, Dwayne Eskridge is that size, and he went in the second round last year, right? Yeah. 2-2 Atwell, same thing. So – uh, hopefully, hopefully yeah, those worked out, out great. Yeah, hopefully shows out a little better. Than <laughs> Burn those guys. picks, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, these are third round rookie picks, right? I, I feel yeah. like it's still decent talent for it. Right. I feel like it's better than some of the third round talent, especially we had last year. We well, had undrafted. With Mechie, we had undrafted. Free, I, I know that I, I agree, but like with uh, with undraft, we had undrafted free agents going in. You know, Javian Hawkins going in the third for rookie drafts last year. You know, and that guy never even saw the field. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, you just it, the, yeah, that was just, just a dagger to to Dallas's heart right there with Javian Hawkins. That's how. I thought. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but I went. I went John Mitchie next for this team three. I feel like no. That's a, that's a steal. <laughs> so 3-3 for Mechie. Like, yeah, he wasn't going to make it past there. So yeah. somebody that could definitely get the hype. I mean, going. John Mechie, I do not understand where people are at with him, right? This is a guy. He's, he's oh, not going to go throw out This is a guy. Anyway, Mechie, before the injury, could have stepped on the NFL, on, a, on an NFL field and been a wide receiver too for most teams right then and there. That that's what I see out of him. That guy is awesome. That guy is if he if he comes back clean from his injury, he's a he's a guaranteed dynasty starter. That's how I see him. And if you're taking Jamison Williams and picking so high, then I mean, I searched and searched for like, you know, things saying that Mechie's anything saying that Mechie's injury was catastrophic or so much worse. And I, I really couldn't find anything. It was it was I, I don't understand why he's fallen so low. I mean, he's at, he's almost at that level. Like he's definitely a first round dynasty pick. If I take him over Garrett Wilson, if he didn't get us, you know, if he didn't have that injury. So, so falling to the third just makes no sense to me. Can anybody yeah. explain that to me? He's, he's going to get early day two draft cap. I can, I mean, why don't you I take him at the two seven then? Jesse. What's that? Why didn't you take him at the two seven then? Because that's a like trade McBride. I know, but I feel like the way you talk about him, like two seven's pretty egregious for him to fall to. As well. Yeah, agreed. I absolutely would have taken him there over Sky Moore. He was the next player on my board after Trey McBride. Yeah, if um if Sky Moore wasn't there, I was taking John Mechie. I, I think I think Mechie. I don't think he's going to get the capital uh, Sky Moore is going to get, and I think Sky Moore is a, a bit more of an explosive, you know, kind of athlete. Um, but Mechie. I mean, he's going to get day two capital. He's going to get day two capital, and people are going to, you know, throw him up the board. He's going to go around that 208, 209, 207. Some of these running backs are not going to be here when when we figure out what their capital are uh, ends up being. And, you know, he's, he's going to go a lot earlier. He's not going to go here. So they're – okay, right on. So the next three picks, there are two that I love and one that I don't. <laughs> So Tyler Batty, I really like. Um, I like him a lot. He's short but stocky, um, quick, but not super quick. Like I could definitely see him getting, you know, 
mid third, maybe fall, maybe fall to the to the top of the fourth. But I see a lot of Ray Rice in this guy, um, and given the right scheme, the right fit, uh, I, I really like Tyler Batty um, in the third round. Love it. What do you, do you guys? You guys have any opinions on Batty? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. It's no. Again, with the running backs, just draft capital yeah. for me. Uh, and, I, I love him in the third. Too. With, yeah. with the third rounds, this is what I'm saying is my my kind of goal is to just start as many thirds as I got, just get a running back and see if, you know, it's the yeah. next Mit- Mitchell or, you know, James Robinson or whatever the case. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, um, exactly. Khalil exactly. Herbert. Exactly. So, yeah. the, so here, here's the question, though. Like, I think there are some wide receivers that have uh, have the potential to go in day two. Right, and I'm talking about early day two, like in the second round, um, left on the board still. I think there's at least a couple of them. There's one, uh, I really maybe like. three, but just two, I maybe really three, like. uh, maybe four actually that could go in the second round. Um, I, yeah, see, I also so Dallas went. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over you for a second, Mike. Dallas went. Well, let me strong. let me finish. Let me let oh, me finish. Sorry. Let me finish. Uh, so, if you have these four guys that ha- have the potential for day two capital. Right. And this is mostly according to what the NFL is saying. Right. Like, I, I mean, I like these guys as well, but um, just putting my opinion of, of them aside, you know, a lot of NFL guys are saying these are four guys that that can potentially have day two capital. Are you taking the dart throw at running back no. over a second round wide receiver? No, Even especially especially in the third. I'll take the wide receiver with the better yeah, draft capital. Me, me too. You know, hoping it doesn't turn into the next Atwell or Eskridge or you know, whatever other picks teams have screwed up in the past with some of these, you know, second rounders or early thirds. But yeah, no, I, I would go the wide receiver there over, you know, these running backs that might be fourth round running backs or fifth. Yeah. Can, at this can, point. You, pause, can you pause it, Mike? No. Please. <laughs> We've restarted. You, you just, you've had itchy ch- trigger finger and these picks are going too fast for us to talk about it. So now that it's at me, I'm not making my pick until we talk about these picks. Damn it. Oh, yeah. We, gotta, we don't have to gotta, keep up. We can keep going, and we can just catch up to it. Nah, um, nah, I got to go, I gotta go soon, you know. guys. Okay. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah hop yeah, off whenever you need to. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Mike took Kyron Williams, and that's the one I'd, I – I mean, it's third round, so who really that's cares? That's why it is. I just think there's better players on the board. I, 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 I don't like him as a player that much. Um, I do, I do think that he's probably going to have a role on an NFL team given his pass blocking Chad, <laughs> but yeah. Chad and I had an argument about this while you're gone, Mike. I mean, my, my thing is people, people loved him until his measurables came out and he just completely toasted the combine. So, and obviously I don't think we're getting any word that NFL teams love him, but like as a community, we loved him before. You know, as far as what they were able to see on film, they were talking about him maybe being, you know, RB2, RB3. Um, and I I do think measurables are important too. But when you're talking, like I said, you know, this is almost pick 30 we're going on here. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll take that shot. Not knowing the draft capital, obviously. Right. But like Chad said, if we get a wide receiver with second round draft capital, I'd take him over Kyron Williams or the running back anytime. So... If I were going to take a running back there, I'd have taken the next guy, Dallas's boy, Pierre Strong. I really like him um, at that point. I just I like his upside more than Kyron Williams. Even before 
um, his combine. I mean, I think it was clear that he was getting caught from behind on the field. So uh, I don't, I don't think anybody mistook him for a fast player, you know, even going into the combine. So um, anyway, Pierre Strong, anybody have any opinions on him? I mean, I'm going to say it for the 100th time, right? Like it's, I don't care about any of them. Like until I see where they go, I don't care about it because only one running back on the field at a time. So, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how talented we think they are if they never see the field ever. So, So there are three wide receivers here that I think have gone have wait, have lasted way too long. I did I had taken Jalen Tolbert long ago, um, yep. and that's who I'm taking here. I really like him. Um, got size, mm-hmm. uh, speed, quickness. Um, can get open a little bit raw, but a hands catcher. Um, I like him. I I think he's a hell of a hell of a steal at four seven, or sorry three seven. Chad, what do you think about yeah. Tolbert? I know I you like, like him. I like Tolbert a lot. I think um, I think he's absolutely a steal there. I don't think he's going to go there after the NFL draft because, um, again, a lot of these running backs are going to fall into oblivion. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, great pick. Right on. All right, so we lost Mike. I'm not sure how the rest of this is going to go. But uh, <clears throat> I guess we'll just have to make our picks in time, and then we'll talk yeah. about them as we go. I, um, are we going to get stuck at Team 10, though? Hopefully not. Okay. All right. So, well, you're on the clock. Yeah. So here uh, I'm between two players uh, that I really like, two wide receivers that I really like. Um, actually kind of between three. Um, my head is telling me to go for Justin Ross, but my heart is telling me to go for Khalil Shakir, and I'm going to go Khalil Shakir. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I think, I think he's a phenomenal player. Um, loved him at Boise. And I think he's getting a little bit of a raw deal as far as, you know, what the dynasty community is kind of seeing him as. I think he's going to get decent draft capital, maybe not as high as Justin Ross. I just like him a little bit more as a player as far as uh, when you take the injuries into account with, with Justin Ross. So I'm late. I'm late on Shakir. So I haven't watched him yet. Um, I really didn't even know who he was until like two weeks ago or maybe a week ago. So I haven't gotten the, Khalil Shakir yet, but he's on my radar. Uh, all right, BF Teach is up, and he takes the player that I would have taken next as well as Alec Pierce. Yeah, talk about somebody that had a combine. Yep, Six yeah, he three, was two thirteen and ran. Uh, what was it? Sub four four. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was yeah four what four three nine or four three eight or something like that. Don't quote me. That's just off the top of my head. But, um, yeah, I mean, really, really fast for his size. Had a hell of, I think he jumped out of the gym, too. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, think some, I, I think it was something like a 40-inch vertical. I mean, yeah, guys, yeah. I mean, I think guys, he shocked a lot of people. Yeah, hugely athletic um, and, you know, great size, uh, good hands, a little raw with the root running, but he can learn. You know, yeah, not bad though. I mean, not terrible. Uh, yeah, no. I think he's going to be a solid, solid player with with very, very, very much high upside. So, yeah, I like what I saw there. Again, another guy I don't think is going to actually go here. I think it's just he's just here for now. Um, he's going to end up going earlier. Uh, Three ten, um, Algier. 
okay. I'm not going to count on Mike. But Oh, Mike did it. Look at him oh, go. Nice. Good job, Mike. All right, so he's still around. All right, so Algier and then Damian Pierce. I like Algier a lot. Um, I actually think he's got dynasty second-round value. So that's a good pick there. I'd, I'd take him over the likes of James Cook, Jerome Ford, um, maybe Zemir White. They're, they're pretty much neck and neck with me. I, I like Algier a lot. Um, I, relatively a lot. You know what I mean? I like him a lot as a se- late second round pick. Yeah. Uh, and then Damian Pierce goes. Uh, um, yeah, I get fatigued with all these running backs because there's so many of them and so many of them are, you know, you, you kind of say the same things there. The, good running backs with flaws. You know what this, I mean? This is the last time. Well, I mean, how many running backs just went? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve. This is the last time we'll hear about eight or nine of them. Right, you know, right. your rookie drafts. After that, you'll never hear about them again. They'll just sit yeah. on on your bench, and that's it. I mean, forever. until yeah. you eventually drop them. He might. They might get a a one week kind of Demetric Felton. Sort of thing, yeah. You know what I mean. But then back on your taxi. Yep. So everybody's going to pick the guy they love, even though they get sixth, seventh round draft capital, and then um, yeah, we'll never we'll never hear from them again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And then Justin Ross goes <laughs> at one twelve, which is a hell of a pick. I mean, if not for the injury, he'd have, he. I don't know. He was probably on yeah. a tra- trajectory be it be what a late first, early second dynasty pick. Yeah. Um, how, how have they been saying, I haven't really, I've been really busy lately, so I haven't been keeping up as much. Have they said much about his medicals? I don't know anything about his medicals. And that's, that, that's where we're at such a disadvantage this time of year. You know, same with like Carson Strong. There's a lot of yeah. these guys that we, we just don't know. Um, and that's where, you know, obviously that's where NFL teams have the advantage over us. Yeah. Um, Cause they get to look at the medicals. Yeah, but I mean another guy, right? Like six three, about two ten roughly. Yeah. Um I mean he's, six, he's a good player. Six four two oh five is how he's listed on sleeper anyway. Okay. So yeah, definitely got the size and yeah, I mean had it showed showed really good ability at Clemson before the injury. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then at four oh one, Guzzy takes Calvin Austin. Was yeah, he steel. not the fastest player at the, yeah. at the combine? Yeah, absolute, absolute monster. Um, yeah. I mean, I like him a lot. Yeah, 5'9, 162, not the biggest guy, but he can fly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely take a chance on a guy like that in the fourth round. The hell? You know? And then at 402, um, Austin, it's a sharp pick if you ask me, takes Dulcich, Greg Dulcich. Yeah, tight end. That's. That's a that's a good player. That's a really yeah. good player. Yeah, I like him. Um, I think he's probably my tight end too at this point. Um, I still like Wiedermeyer, and I also like Charlie Kolar, but I think I like Dulcich better than any of those guys. Dulcich, I have two guys at tight end too for me. I can't decide between them, and that's Dulcich and then one guy that I'll probably end up taking Dulcich earlier if I have to because I think more people are high on him. But the guy that I like more than almost anybody that I've heard talk about him is uh, Jeremy Ruckert. I think he's going to be a really, really solid player. Right, yeah, you're high on him. And at least be one of those kind of 
you know, if you're in a tight end premium league, a guy that, you know, you can flex in an off week, I think he's going to end up as that kind of player. So, okay. Right on. So we might be stuck here. Oh, okay. Guzzy wants Kevin Harris at 404. And he said he was deciding between Harris and Melton. Um, um, did we speak on um, Ely, Jerry and Ely? Jerry on Ely. Oh, did he go? Yeah, he went at uh, 4-3. Um, so, yeah, like the pick. Oh, um, my. But, again, another running back, right? So I got uh, to then... refresh my board. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, Ely, Kevin Harrison, and Melton. Yeah, Ely was a was a pretty high Debbie value at one point. He was going third or fourth round in, in Debbie startups. Yeah. Um, but I guess what – it, it, do people actually think he's going to play baseball? I, I guess I don't. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's. Small. I've been keeping up with it lately. So five eight um, one ninety. Oh, Melton is that is that small? Oh, I'm sorry. I was oh, Jerry and Ely. Ely. Yeah, Jerry and Ely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He played. He played. Uh, he played baseball in college. That's why I was like, Bo Melton played baseball. <laughs> um, yeah, Jerry and Ely. Yeah, people thought he was going to play baseball for a while because he was looking like he was. I mean, a really good baseball player. Um, right. But also a really good running back. So, um, in college. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. You know, there's always a chance with these guys that if they, especially at running back, if it doesn't work out for them in the NFL draft, that they go and try. I don't know how his baseball prospects are looking, um, but uh, I know he was regarded as a, as a pretty good baseball player in college. All right. So I, we may have lost Dallas, but we can talk until it auto picks for him and then I'll go. Um, right. At, at this point, I don't think there are, there's like, there's anybody that's like, oh my God, how did that guy fall to the fourth round? But there are still guys that I like. Um, I like Romeo Dubs. Yeah. Um, I would definitely take him here. And then, uh, oh, okay, Dallas is back with us. And he takes... Abram Smith. Abram Smith, okay, who I'm late to the party on as well. But 5'11", <laughs> 221 is a big boy. Yeah. Yeah, I got no problem with that. And Dallas is psyched. He says, boom, baby. So he's psyched that he got Abram Smith there. I've heard some people really like him. Um, power back, obviously. Uh, yeah, Dallas being one of them. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, I'm surprised he didn't take dubs because I'm pretty sure he's high on him. I remember him talking about him when he was on with us. So, I mean, at this point, you get your kind of got your pick at tight end. It's hard for me not to take a tight end in the fourth round when there's all these guys sitting here. I yeah. like Kolar, but uh, I'm going to go Wiedermeyer just because. Yuck. Yeah, I hear you, but it's a fourth round, and um, there's I don't understand why. Like, his his 2021 tape is so much better than his – I mean, sorry, his 2020 tape is so much better than his 21 tape, and I don't understand why. Um, I don't know if they're it's got personal problems, nagging injury, lack of motivation. I have no idea what it is. I, mean, I don't know. So Maybe hard. he figured out he's dirt slow. I don't know. I... <laughs> but he, it seems like he got slower. You yeah. know, how how many guys did that, does that really happen to? Um, wow, Jelani Woods. I like Jelani Woods. Uh, yeah, so you took Rucker, and uh, Brian Ford's been, been on Jelani Woods for a long time. 
Like he's yeah. been on Jelani Woods be- since before the season even ended. I don't know how he found out about him, but he loves that dude. I mean, not hard to see why it's six seven two sixty five. Um, but if I don't know when I watched him play, I certainly no Gronk. You yeah. know, he's real yeah. stiff, yeah. Um, and guys can get low on him pretty easy. Super stiff. Oh yeah. Um, Isaiah Likely is another guy that's still there that's, you know, a, a really good player. Could end up going, you know, um, with a high day three pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Agreed. I, I like I Likely, Likely. Like Likely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely got some speed and athleticism, even if he's a little small. Um, yeah. Might be, there might be a little bit of a Brevin Jordan light. You know, his blocking isn't going to get him on the field early, but hopefully he can show his athleticism and get on the field as a receiver. Is he is he as small as Brevin Jordan? Um, well, let's take a look. I think I think he's has some decent size to him, Isaiah Likely. He's at least oh six four two forty. Okay, I didn't realize he was that big. I thought I'm sorry. I thought he was smaller. Um, but from what I understand, he's not much of a blocker. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, he's definitely going to be a pass catcher. But, you know, that's kind of what you want, right? I mean, other than him being able to stay on the field, he's going to have to get at least, you know, competent (laughs) at blocking. Right on. All right, so Guzzi wants Bam Knight. Zonovan Bam Knight. (laughs) Yeah. All right, there's a fourth-round running back. (laughs) All right, Austin's up. Once Austin Austin and Team 12 pick, we'll go ahead and recap – we probably should have taken breaks after each of these rounds and recapped, but it seemed like Mike was open. Yeah, may, I mean, maybe we'll just go ahead and, and touch on our favorite picks from each round. Okay, that'll work. I hate when people don't recap, though, I'm on podcasts. It annoys me. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we've gone this far already, right? Yeah, so. I hear you. All right, so Keontae Ingram goes to Austin. Um, okay. Another fourth round running back. We'll see what happens with him. Six foot two fifteen, so he's got the size anyway. Uh, and I don't know if anybody's going to make this pick with this four twelve. Nobody that that would have been Mike making that pick. So I'm not sure. Yeah, let's just let's just throw in Isaiah Likely. We'll just say Isaiah Likely is the guy. This is tight end premium, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, I might go Cola. Oh, Ty Chandler. There we go. Draft done. Ty Chandler. Okay, cool. Right on. Man, lots of running backs go, but only only five tight ends. Yeah, it's your right. it's your typical uh your typical pre draft pre NFL draft draft right rookie draft. Yeah, what's the steal of the first round in your opinion? The steal of the first round is fairly easy for me. Um, and actually, it's not easy for me. <laughs> because uh, it's it's between Drake Lennon and Jamison Williams. I think it's I think and for two different reasons. Jamison Williams, I think is pre injury the best wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, by far. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, and most and I think Drake London has a shot at being the first wide receiver off the board. Um, in the in the NFL draft, which is going to raise his value substantially. Uh, so, with that being what it is, I think I'm between the two there. And then you can also give Matt Corral a shout, right? Like 
he he has a shot at getting early draft capital, and if he does, then you know him sitting at the one eleven, that's also a steal in, in tight end premium. So hmm. uh, I know I'm supposed to be picking my favorite pick, but uh, there's three. So <laughs> uh, I think Drake London went where he should go. Um, I really love where Jamison Williams went at one hundred nine. If you're getting him, I think that's great. I was really I, I was a little surprised. Pickett was there at one hundred seven. Um, I. I like that pick. Uh, we're just talking about the first round. Pickens at 112 is really nice, too. I think you're getting elite talent at 112. It's not easy to do. Yeah. Although, I, I guess that elite, happened last year with Waddle. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's elite, but, um, yeah, I get it. I, I think he's a. I think he's hands down a better wide receiver than, than Drake London. Yeah, I don't think so. I think the NFL is going to disagree with you heavily, too. Hmm. Well, there's the... There's the fact that his coach dogged him in the media and called yeah. him out. I mean, that doesn't that's not a good look. And, you know, there's the injury. So, yeah. Um, I mean, Drake London had the injury too. But he's going to go. I mean, Drake London's probably going to go before Jamison Williams as well. And I don't think he's a better wide receiver than him either. Yeah, but that's because Jamison Williams' injury is so recent, right? Mm. True. True. All right, who's your favorite pick in the second round? Uh, my favorite pick in the second round is easily uh, Desmond Ritter. For me. Yeah, um, yeah. I think if you can get Desmond Ritter at the two-two, I think that's a that's a steal in in, in superflex. Same. Um, that's yeah. I would absolutely be like. I would have probably if he was sitting there at two hundred one. I would have probably and I was at two hundred two. I would have probably tried tried to trade up. Yeah, to get him at two hundred one. I probably would have traded up at one twelve for him. One twelve, yeah, one twelve, yeah. yeah, or even one eleven. I, I, yeah, I, think, yeah, I like him better. I like him better than Corral. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that, and also I really, really like Jahan Dotson at two hundred five. I'm really high on him. Yeah, that's a good shout too. All right, so third round, third round. Are there? Do you have a favorite pick in the third round? I mean, I yeah, I, John I Mechie for me. Um, I think Mechie. Uh, is a second round um, rookie draft player who's just in the third round because we're doing this pre draft. So, yeah, I mean, actually, I, I think all well, <clears throat> you know, Mechie, Tolbert, Pierce, and Ross, I really like in the second round. I mean, I'm sorry, in the third round. Like I said, you can find a wide receiver anywhere. So if you can't him in the third round of a dynasty draft, let's do it. I just yeah. think all of those wide receivers have better talent than the running backs that were taken. Yeah. Yeah, I, and see, like, I think – because I don't care about a running – I don't – I mean, I care about a running back's talent, but if a running back is going in the late second round, right, like, it, it doesn't matter if he's talented or not. Like, it's just about did he go – did he get a third round, you know, was he picked in the third round or the fourth round or where was he picked that tells you he's going to ever see the field, right? Right. And that's all that matters. I mean, if he sees the field, even if he's not the most talented back in the world, if he gets reps and, and he does all right and the team just says, you know what, let's roll with him, then he's worth something. Guys so, surprise you all the time, though. Who's going to be yeah. the Gainwell this year? The, Gainwell went in the fifth round. And is, I mean, <laughs> I got news for you. That guy's going to be at least half of the backfield in Philly this year. Yeah, but I mean, with Gainwell, right? Like, you could get him for dirt cheap this this off, I mean, this during the season. You know, so, I mean, that's True. really relevant when it comes to the rookie draft. Uh, what I'm saying is, like, 
you look at your look at your um uh Gibson, Antonio Gibson's, right? Like pre-draft, he wasn't going anywhere near where he was going post-draft after the actual NFL draft. Right. Because he got the draft capital. Right. So it doesn't matter where these guys are going right now. I mean, look how many of them there are. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We're never going to hear from these guys ever again. It's just going to be who gets the third round draft capital or who gets that fourth round draft capital and ends up in a spot where you say they have nobody there. Right. Right. Where you can make the argument that even in the fourth round, they're going to see the field like Michael Carter. Right. Right on. I, I, Michael. Yeah, that's true. Michael Carter shot up dynasty boards after the NFL draft. He wasn't a high second round pick until the draft. Um, what about the uh, the fourth round? Who do you see in there that you're? Uh, let's see. I like um, Dulcich. Dulcich is how you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, any of the tight end shots, I like. Um, really, but Dulcich is kind of a Dulcich is like as the tight end two off the board in the fourth round. That's that's good value. I also like Calvin Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Calvin Austin would be mine, uh, but Dulcich is a good uh, a good shout as well. Um, I think Calvin Austin, you know, has a chance to get the draft capital. I think he's a good player. Um, he's just, you know, a certain kind of player, right, because of the size. So, yeah. you know, that's why he's going where he is. But if he ends up in the right offense, I mean, I don't see why. I mean, God forbid he ends up in Kansas City, right? He's going to shoot up draft boards just because of the player profile. And yeah, anybody that th- anybody that ends up in Kansas City, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, like if if Calvin Austin even goes in like the fourth round, right? Like, and he ends up there, like you you're saying to yourself, all right, this is the this is the profile that could do something in that. Yeah, offense. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And Colin Powell last year too, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. All right, so. so- Overall, I will say that I am as as excited as ever to draft these quarterbacks late in the first, early second. I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I know we, we've actually been talking about this since in-season. You know, like how we were going to take these guys in the late, you know, late first, early second and be like super psyched about it. And I'm yeah. just ex- as excited as ever. Just like seeing the confirmation that other other players are, are so down on the quarterbacks this year. Cool. Thank you. I have a yeah, lot of man. late first across leagues. So cool. Thank you. You know, it's not easy to get quarterbacks in super flex. So, yeah, I think what, what was it like way earlier this year? Um, when, when it seemed like, uh, you guys were on the 2023 draft class hype train and I was like, God, yeah, like it was it was really Me? early in the Yeah, you and Mike. Both of you. Um it was before the it was last off season and I was telling you guys like just wait, like just wait, you know, people are dogging this class, but it's yeah. not we you can't you can't make these uh assumptions like you know, yeah. it's so far it's out. Um and I think it's just one of those things like it's it's easy to dog these players, but I mean, when you get to the draft, you see how deep it is. Yeah, we don't have the top end high-end talent, but this is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a really fun one. I mean, I got a bunch of back Jones last year because he kept falling, you know, to like 108, 109, 110. Cool. I feel the same yeah. way about these quarterbacks as I felt about him. You know, yeah. if, if if this is a starting NFL quarterback, 
Cool. Thank you. Bravo. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with you there, man. I'm yeah. So, I mean, that that's my biggest takeaway. I also, I mean, just how deep this draft is, you know, with wide receivers. Yep. There's so many. Uh, there's so many. Like, I, last year there last year there were not players that I cared about really in the third round. Um, at the end of the second round, it got real thin, you know? And this year, I, I told you when we did that draft for uh, uh, Ming Dynasty, like I told you, like when we were still doing that draft at the end of the third or whatever, I was like, wow, do you see all those guys that, that you know, lasted? And this is a 14 team league. Yeah. See all those guys that were at the end of the second, early third. I'm, I told you right then, I'm trading for thirds this year. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you you saw in that draft, I I got Mechie and Tolbert in the third round. You know. Yeah. Well, um, Mechie was the end of the second. You got me. Oh, was it? Yeah, you got me. I forgot. <laughs> it was my first draft of the year, you know, and I had a lot of stuff going on around me, and I forgot about Mechie. And you actually traded in. You you uh you offered me a high sec high twenty twenty three second and a and a twenty twenty three third for my late. Second, with That's which right. you took Mechie. That's right. Um, you know, um, I I, I kind of got you back a little bit on the Waddle trade. I was pissed, so I held you up for Tolbert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the guy that you offered me? Um, Alec Pierce. No, it was like Kyle something or other. No, it was Alec. Oh, the first time. I forget who it was. Was it Calvin yeah. Austin? <sighs> Um, actually, let, let, let's go to our DM because you offered me someone absolutely ridiculous that I have not seen get drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Chad, buddy, I thought we were boys. <laughs> uh, I must have, I must have accidentally hit in our chat or something because I don't see it. Anyway, I thought I offered you Alec Pierce. Um, after, no, I asked for Mechie and then you offered me Alec Pierce, but originally oh, gotcha. you offered gotcha. me somebody that I, okay. it was like Kyle Phillips. I, I want to say <laughs> who's not even a human being that plays f- professional <laughs> football or, or is, a I just, I just went, yeah, player. I just went into MFL and just created a player. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, you know, uh, <laughs> when I used to play, um, I used to play, uh, you know, Sega NHL hockey. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So when they added the create a player mode, uh, uh-huh. I went I went and created a player and put him on a team. And um, I, I, named him, <laughs> I named him, like, I forget who it was. It was, like, Garth Butcher. It was, like, one of the worst players in the NHL. I named him. And he had 99s in, every, in everything. And I just told people with him. Just <laughs> Created a player and made it seem like he was part of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> that's what that's you do. Fun. It's like in uh in Madden when you create like this six seven two hundred and ninety pound guy with ninety nine <laughs> speed. Yeah, run around. <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably who I described him as when I was sending that offer. Anyways, man, uh, yeah, this was fun. This was fun. Was Any fun. takeaways for you overall? Yeah, takeaways for me is that I'm going to try to push uh, some leagues to have the draft before the NFL draft, because 
uh, if I can get some of these wide receivers <laughs> in the third round, uh, man, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll miss out on the on the you know throwing the the lottery numbers at the whatever running back ends up with the draft capital. It's probably going to be one or two of them max, and it's probably going to be not the guy you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I I found our draft, and here you go. What about Kyle Phillips? Question mark projected to go anywhere for anywhere from round two to round four. Who? Yeah, probably round four. But uh... who, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't really up on the NFL draft yet, so you know, got to push for the guy, the guy you're willing to get rid of. Yeah, my answer was never heard of him, Tolbert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in all fairness, you tried to fleece me and get Mechie, so. Yeah, Anyways. I did ask for Mechie. All right, well, let's thank everybody that joined us tonight. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules. Brian Ford, Nick Guzzi, uh, Austin, don't know your last name, Sweet and Low Civic, but our boy Austin and Dallas Heider, and am I missing anybody? Um, thanks, uh, Mike Kinney for joining us here in the chat. He wasn't in there. And, um, James, uh, at lineups and chill. Absolutely. And I saw Dave Donaldson jumped in for a brief moment. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. And, uh, Nick, uh, Nick says that he enjoyed the show. Um, Mike enjoyed the show as well. And and Nick says he, we need to do this again. We will definitely do this again. Yeah. Post draft Um, post draft. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll try to get one of these in before, everybody does their league drafts um, just so we can kind of update what our thoughts are. Yeah. And I mean, we might have after that a comparison episode where we say, all right, what, what happened pre-draft, what happened post-draft? And maybe we'll look at, you know, why some of these guys uh, rose up the boards, why some of them fell and, you know, some of them are going to be blatantly obvious, but yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Good call. Good call. I'm screenshotting all of this just in case we can't, like if we lose access. Sounds good. All right, right on. So thank you, everybody, for joining us on Dynasty War Games. And, uh, hey, I never know how to end these things, so see you next week. Yep, later. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak